Good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year. This is Jennifer Phillips Russo coming to you from the Lake Erie Regional Grape Program with our weekly podcast. Today, I have Dr. Terry Bates, who is the director of the Coronel Lake Erie Research and Extension Laboratory in Portland, New York, to give us a little bit of a preview of what's out there and ready for us to use from the My Efficient Vineyard Program. Well, hi, Jen. Thanks for having me on the program. Thanks for being here. <laughs> So, okay, you want to just start talking about the My Efficient Vineyard. <laughs> so let me share my screen because that'll be easier. First of all, congratulations on getting that SCRI project. I know that's quite a feat. Yeah, so it's um, it was a really good project to work on. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, what I present to people, I mean, I was just, the project leader, but this team that we had was just so phenomenal. Uh, we had cooperators across the nation. We had research trials with industry cooperators from, from New York, California, and it just, uh, it was just a great project to work on. And thankfully, we're able to continue kind of the efficient vineyard theme in a new SCRI project um, on vineyard nutrition with Marcus Keller. Uh, to Washington State, so so things will will continue there, which I'm ha happy to report on. <laughs> yeah, fantastic, and way to go for your work moving forward. Yeah. Um, okay, so you can see that my screen. I hope I can. Yes. <laughs> uh, so probably most of our growers have heard about the Efficient Vineyard Project in some way, shape, or form over the last several years with the. Oh, just seminars and blog posts and everything that we've been talking about. And, and really, so overall, the Efficient Vineyard Project is about uh, trying to move from uniform block management to some uh, variable rate management or at least variable identification of the characteristics in, in a vineyard, right? We know that our vineyard blocks are not uniform. They vary in differences in the soil and in vine growth and crop level. And then that has an impact on fruit quality. So all these things kind of vary within a block. We kind of treat blocks as a uniform thing and you manage them uniformly. We're trying to get away from that. We want to respond to the variation that's in the vineyard um, and, and try in most cases be more efficient or more productive with that vineyard. So there's an old saying that you can't measure, you can't, you can't manage what you don't measure. Right. <laughs> and, and so a lot of what the project was about was measure model manage. So you're, you're trying to use sensors and a sensor can be a human being actually making observations in the vineyard. Uh, so you take those spatial measurements, you kind of model what is the pattern in the vineyard, and then you make management decisions on that. And, and we were fortunate enough to be able to integrate machines with that. So if we wanted to have variable rate applications with machines, fertilizer spreaders, shoot thinners, um, that we could do that. So I don't want to get too much into the weeds talking about all the different aspects. Uh, what, what I want to talk about is the My Efficient Vineyard tool. So what this is really about is how growers can work with spatial data. 
because we see that as a bottleneck, right? Growers right. can take observations and they understand sensors or they can work with the, the sensor loaner program and have vineyard scan. And then on the other end, growers are very comfortable with tractors and implements and trying to do variable rate applications, but they don't, it's the middle thing. It's the collecting, looking at, interpreting spatial data. And there are programs that are out there like ArcGIS or QGIS or um, some of the proprietary ones like um, Ag Leaders SMS program. Awesome programs for spatial data processing, but you almost need a degree. <laughs> I would say daunting for the average person. <laughs> well, those, those programs are really good and really powerful because they do a thousand different functions. And we realized that it, at least to get into this whole area, you don't need a thousand functions, you need like five. So the My Efficient Vineyard tool is a software platform. It's free for growers to use. And it basically does like those five functions. And it's a lot of, we try to make it very intuitive, point and click type stuff so that growers can just start using and getting comfortable with spatial data and then maybe advance to those some of, some of those other things. And this tool is live right now, right, Terry? It is live and you can start using it. I'll go over it right now and, and growers, I would love for growers to start um, using this and giving us feedback on what's working for them and not working for them. Okay, so if you go to the Efficient Vineyard website, so efficientvineyard.com, you're gonna see this, this jump page. And two things I wanna point out, one is this tab that says Vit News at the top is, is kind of like the blog post for Efficient Vineyard. And the guy who developed this web uh, software is Nick Gunner and his company is called Orbitus. We've been working with him for a long time. Nick started off doing web design for us for the project. And like web design for him is like having a race car driver take your bicycle around the block for a spin. I mean, he's <laughs> so talented in software development that we were wasting his talents just doing web design stuff. So we started to have him work on this My Efficient Vineyard tool. So if you want tutorials on how to use My Efficient or the, yeah, the My EV tool, go to the Vit News. We've got tutorials on there and that walks you through it. I mean, there's been a couple of occasions where I've talked to, to growers and hey, you should really use the My EV tool. And they go, huh, I'm gonna I need a tutorial for that. And we are like, well, just so happens we have tutorials for that. Um, and you can find that under the Vit News. If you want to get to the My EV tool, you hit this big red button that says My EV tool. Pretty uh, self-explanatory there. <laughs> and advance my slide. Okay, if you go to the My EV tool, the first thing you're going to see is this this login page. So you have to log, you have to have an account and log in, but it's free to use. Um, so the account is just so that you know you can get into your stuff. <laughs> and, and nobody else, right? Just you, you're, you're and nobody audience. else. So we, there, we do have um, like a disclaimer or a terms of you know just you know that normal terms of service stuff. Uh, this is this is open stuff, so you kind of use it in that way. We do everything we can so that your data is your data. We're not going to share it or anything like that. But I mean, it's, you know, it is, you're putting your stuff out there on the, on the internet. So just, that is a word of caution, I guess. <laughs> but you have your account and your login information. So it should be you and nobody else. And, and, you, and, and you move on from there. Um, so there's all these different functions 
to the software, I'm only gonna talk about the top three, which is establishing your farm, importing some spatial data, and then visualizing that data. And really that, that should help get you started. Like, oh, you know, I did a map of vine size and I pulled it into my EV and I mapped it. Wow, look at this. I have big vines on this side of the farm and I have small vines on this side of the farm and I probably can do something about that. May I interrupt you for a quick yeah. second? So I don't want people to get scared off if they don't have sensors because as you were talking, like you could be the sensor. Yep, yep, I'll talk about that in a second. Okay, like so, don't, don't tune out if you think yeah. I don't have sensors. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, so there's all these other more, these functions we're still developing or they're more advanced functions down the road and just don't try to bite off more than you can chew right off, off the start. Just, Hey, I just want to build my farm and look at some data. That's it. Um, so this is, so here's the, the Cornell lab in Portland. And so what you can do is, so this is my account. You can build your vineyard. So I can, I can um, draw those blocks and then put information on those blocks as well. So build your vineyard, you invite collaborators. So say you want Jen Russo to look at your spatial data with you, you can invite her through her email um, in the collaborator section so that she can help, you know, whatever, interpret your data and maybe come up with a management plan for your different vineyard blocks. And then you add blocks and information. So like for example, the block uh, up by the railroad there on the, on the east side is a Concord block, on the west side is a Niagara block. I can click on those blocks and I can add that kind of information, you know, variety, spacing, um, maybe historical yields, whatever you want to put in there for your notes on those blocks. I love this. And then the next thing is to upload spatial data. And through the Efficient Vineyard Project, we've used soil sensors and NDVI canopy sensors, yield monitors, a BRICS monitor, and the My EV tool will upload the raw data from those sensor data loggers. They'll import right into My EV. We kind of built it that way. But as Jen, as you're saying, is not everybody has sensors, or you know, I get the comment, you know, hey Bates, I'm not buying a sensor. How can I use this stuff? It's not, you know, not applicable to me. So the other thing we built into it was a data collector. So I know <laughs> all you growers out there have smartphones with, and they have a little GPS uh, antenna in the smartphone. You can build your own data collector. So say I want to go out and map vine size, or I want to go out and map berry moth damage. Um, I can set up a data collector on my phone and just walk through the vineyard with my phone. And then you hit the, you know, you, there's different ways to collect your data. It could be a number, it could be text, it could be a rating. And you just walk in the vineyard and you collect that data. That spatial data is automatically saved into the cloud. And then when you come back to your desktop, you or your laptop, and you open up my, my EV, you can import that spatial data right in. And I have some examples of that. That's really cool. And then you can even, isn't there real time that you could send me a message if I'm your viticulture extension yep. specialist? Yeah. So yes, <laughs> absolutely. If you're out in the vineyard and you see something, you can message Jen right away and say, what is this weird gall on my <laughs> That's awesome. Um, then there's some buttons for managing your account. 
Uh, one that we want everyone to know about is the little, there's a little bullhorn icon down there to provide feedback. So there's a there's several functions in here that are, um, they're in kind of like early stages and there might be bugs or you may say, hey, that's kind of cool, but I want it to do this instead. So you can provide feedback right to, to Nick and to me through that button to say, hey, I really wish this slider did this or something, you know, and um, then we can respond to that and try to build it into the software. So, so whether that data comes in through a sensor or through one of the data collectors, um, you can work with raw data. So this is, this is an NDVI sensor data from the data logger. Um, so we have Scott run through the vineyard with an NDVI sensor that's hooked up to a data logger. The data logger just downloads that data and it uploads right into the My Efficient Vineyard. That's what the raw data looks like. So you import that spatial data and then you can work with the data a little bit in terms of trimming. So sensors are still collecting data as you're driving up and down like the farm road and that data means nothing, right? It's just junk. So you can start trimming that data out. So you're just focused on the data that's in the vineyard block. And there are little sliders and cool things that you can work with to, to trim that data. And then you can visualize the raw data by, that you can add colors and there's different ramp settings and you can play with it all day long to kind of come up with the picture that you, that means something to you in your vineyard. Right. And you can investigate raw data points too. So you click on a raw data point. In this particular case, the, the data that comes in from the data logger with the NDVI has all these headings, you know, what was your, your, your course, your speed, what elevation you're at, all that stuff. And what we're really interested in, in this case is NDVI or NDRE, which are those reflective values off of the canopy. And how much green is there? How much green is there? And um, so in this case, I could just click on that one point and say, like, if you're just like, wow, that's either a really high value or really low value. I want to know what's going on there. You click on it and it'll tell you what the value is. Um, and there's even a function in there to edit some things. Like if you know there's an error in there, you can edit some of these values. Um, and then you can do stuff like clipping the blocks if, you know, I have an NDVI sensor that goes over 10 blocks on a farm, but I'm only interested in analyzing one block. Now, because I have built my farm with my blocks, I have my data, I have my blocks, I clip it to the block and it just marries those together and you save it, um, that, that data to that block and then you can work with it even further. So, so this might, I have a quick question and this might be getting too deep for today's discussion, but what if I remove two rows? Is that going to bother the maps and stuff that are out there or do they just save as new maps? You can't, yes, it doesn't matter. That's awesome. <laughs> and there's different ways of dealing with it. You can either redraw your block to omit, omit those rows or just leave your block as is. And when you do a data interpolation, it'll just kind of It'll, it'll interpolate or guess what the data should be in those rows. If it's just like a few rows out of the middle of a block or the end of a block, we're going to get, let's not get in. We'll get the weeds on that, but I just think that this it is doesn't. such a cool tool. I think it's, I think the point is 
and thanks for bringing it up, is that it's very flexible, that you can change your farm from year to year and it's not gonna mess up the data too much. That's fantastic. Um, and that's, there's a lot going on in the background in the way we process data that kind of maintains that consistency from year to year. I'll just leave it at that. Good. Um, okay, so, so whether or your data is coming in through a data logger, so in the case in the, in the top image, Scott's there scanning with the NDVI and that comes through and it's very high dense data um, and we can map it and look at the different colors and then you can get an idea of the pattern in the vineyard that you can manage against. Uh, the one on the bottom is collected with the data collector. So I set one up in August uh, so sometime around Verasion, and I went through our railroad block and I just drove up and down in a gator with my data logger or my, my cell phone, phone, my phone, and I rated and I, you kind of have to calibrate your own eye. <laughs> so in this case, I just said, I looked, I rated the canopy for vine size. You know, if the course of their vine was missing, it was a zero, but I had like one pound vines, two pound vines, three pound vines. And, and just, and you could set up your data collector to just be small, medium, and large and not really have like a, a number with it. You'd say, oh, these are big vines or these are weak vines. And you can just have three settings, you know, small, medium, large, and just go through the vineyard and say small, small large, 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 medium, you know, as you're walking through. Whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. And then, and that data, as you're collecting it, it's being saved to the cloud. So then again, you can open up the data and that's what, so that's what it looks like, the map that I made. And I was the sensor. I was, my eye was the sensor. I didn't need any special equipment. I needed my cell phone and I needed this free software and that was it. And so we Look hope that- <laughs> <laughs> that's Look a good thing I can make it for people to start using this and, and get familiar with spatial data. This is a great visual because uh, obviously the upper right hand corner is done with a sensor that people may not own, but the bottom underneath that is your eye. And look at the patterns, they pretty much match up. Yeah, and I think the next one shows that. So so again, this is starting to get into some of the more advanced options, but the next thing to do is to interpolate the data. And so whether you have a very high dense data set or a lower density data set, what we do is we predict, we predict data points to a grid and our, we pick a grid size that is about the same as a standard Concord vineyard vine spacing. <laughs> yeah. So, so essentially each one of those dots in both of the interpolated graphs is essentially a vine. And, and you can look at the pattern and it's like, if they're not perfect, you know, one's an NDVI map, one's my eye looking at vine size, but they're, they do, if you look at, if you compare those two layers, they're pretty close. The big vines are where the big vines are and the small lines are where the small lines are. That's um, really cool. And, and just a, a real world example. So interestingly, <laughs> I really want, this was built for, and I want the growers in Western New York to, to use this. Uh, but this was picked up by a, a farming company in Napa Valley. And so one of the issues they have is mapping um, virus in their vines. And so they call it, you know, 
red vine. Just because a vine is red doesn't mean it has virus or not, but they wanted to map where the red vines were so that then they could go out and, and kind of ground truth whether or not, or if those red vines were having an impact on vine size or productivity. So anyways, they, they set up a bunch of their farm workers to have their cell phones and they were collaborators. And anytime they were out there, they were collecting data on red vines and then it all came back into one. And then the, the vineyard manager can look at the pattern of where the red vines were in the and then they're trying to go out and do some validation work with that as well. But so this time of year, I would say our growers could A, set up their farm, and then B, as they're out there pruning, they could be collecting pruning weight maps or missing vine maps. Or I mean, Bob Poole used to say that the number one uh, restriction to productivity in our region were missing vines. You know, if you have 10, 20% missing vines in an acre, you're reducing your productivity by 10 or 20%. That's, you know, that's one or two tons on a 10 ton per acre crop. Um, so that's not nothing. <laughs> right. Broken uh, posts, gopher holes. Yeah, all that stuff. You can, whatever you would measure spatially, you can map it now spatially. I think this is fantastic. So I think I'm going to stop there. Just yeah. to, again, give everyone an introduction of establishing your farm and kind of what we've done in terms of um, software development in that way. So establishing your farm, you know, establishing those blocks, putting information on those blocks, uh, and then being able to import spatial data on, and trim it to those blocks that you are find important <laughs> and want to analyze further. And then some tools to visualize and process raw data. So there's a bunch of steps going down the road after this that what can you do once you once you have raw data imported and it's processed and you're visualizing and say, hey, yeah, look, there's a gradient in this vineyard. Now what can I do? And then there's all these other tools we're trying to develop in terms of interpolation and zoning and, and creating management maps. And that's that's down the road. Well. I thank you for coming today. And I just want to let everybody else know out there that this is just the first podcast we're doing on this. We're going to invite Nick Gunner from Orbitus to come out, talk about where the tutorials on that bit blog are so that you can actually, he'll walk you through them. And you can see how easy it is. I don't want anybody to get scared of this because I think it's going to be a very powerful tool moving forward. And I'm so proud of all the work that you guys have done. Yeah, yeah don't be scared of it. I, and it, yeah, <laughs> it may look yeah. a little daunting at first, but once you start playing with it, especially this time of year, days are short and nights are long. <laughs> once you start playing with it, it it's a lot of fun because it's a lot of point and click and you're dragging and building your blocks and stuff like that. So, well, fantastic. Cool. Thanks for taking the time to come out and give us yeah. an overview yeah. of it. And I hope yeah. to see more coming forward. All right. Thank and you very much. Let us know if you have any questions or comments. Respond below or send out an email to myself and I'll make sure, make sure that Terry or Nick gets it for you. And thanks for taking the time this morning, Terry. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right, everybody have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye now.